0: What is up, guys? Welcome to yet another episode of Rick for Dirt, where we bring the adventure to you. Where we try to, amidst uh, all this madness with the COVID situation, but that's kind of that's kind of lightening up now.
1: Yeah, we're starting to get back into into the swing, uh, the, the normalcy.
0: Thank God, <laughs> but wait for the second wave.
1: Right, I'm not. I don't even want to think about it. I want to. I'm going to live in the moment and just right? enjoy what's happening right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So
0: um, that, third, that third voice uh, you heard there, uh, we are at uh, Frontrunner today, but let me, let me back up a little bit. I'm Ollie with Kate the Jeep.
1: I'm Frank, trucking my truck face.
0: And uh, we're here today at uh, Frontrunner Outfitters.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we made the trek. What, what city are we in um, proper? We are in Agora Hills, Agoura. which
2: is in uh, Los Angeles County.
1: And I mean, you may as
2: well introduce yourself. I was going to do it, but you should do it. That's fine. My name's Steve Hayes. I'm the CEO here at Frontrunner Outfitters uh, in North America.
0: Yeah, because you guys are based out of South Africa South is where Africa. our headquarters are,
2: yeah. yeah. So we have uh divisions or offices all over the world and, and this is basically where all of everything happens from North America. Yeah, That's awesome. Cool. So all yeah. the distribution, everything happens out of like all
1: the all the decisions for the continent, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah, right mm-hmm. here. We get That's all our awesome.
2: Product right in through uh, Long Beach, and you know we got our showroom here, and all of the everything ships out right here in, in uh, Southern California.
1: That's one of the luxuries of living in Southern California. Seriously, you got the part right. right there. We have, yeah. I mean, yes, you have a you have a major port where yeah. everything comes in, yeah. but also for us. Like we're so close to a lot of the major brands because right. there a lot of them have their North American headquarters in Southern California. Yeah.
2: It I mean, really is the automotive hub for a lot of brands. Yeah. yeah, we've, we've, we've talked about moving in the past I mean, there's plenty of cheaper areas and beautiful areas totally. that are out there, but you know, when you look at just, you know, the amount of people and, and the ease and accessibility for a lot of things, it's, it's really a great place to be. So we might expand in the future and look at some other places, but for right now it's looking good, beautiful.
1: And I have to say it, I'm loving this kind of like mid-century kind of bohemian vibe that you guys have going up here. Like <laughs> it it's is like office. so mellow. It is pretty mellow. Like it makes me
2: want to just hang out here all day. This like office this that we're
0: in, what is this?
2: This is technically our marketing office. This oh, yeah. is where our marketing team hangs out. Uh, my office yeah. is up here. Usually the customers don't come up here. You know, we, we only bring the special <laughs> guests. But, you know, we do, as you Honor. saw, we have a great showroom downstairs. With yeah. a really, they, have uh, a, they have a drum. I know. It's like, like you know, if you just get bored circle. or tired. Yeah. You
1: want to do a drum circle.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't know how that actually got here. It, it, sadly, it doesn't get played very much, but... Uh, it, it looks cool. Does yeah. it sound good? Uh, probably. Let's yeah, hit it. Go for it.
1: Oh yeah, that's cool. It's like
0: the kind of thing you'd find at HD Buttercup, but it's <laughs> mostly for your drinks. <laughs> that's like you're for supposed sure. to put your drinks on it, <laughs> yeah. not not quite play it. I actually do think I, I see
2: a couple coffee stains in there. <laughs> <laughs> there's some coffee rings yeah, on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my
0: my uh, I I've seen images from the outside because you guys have had a lot of meetups here. Oh yeah, yeah. And I so I've seen pictures from the outside, but I've never come to the facility and i've never looked inside and that showroom is pretty impressive The
2: showroom too yeah yeah Yeah, we uh we wanted to have like a a destination showroom you know we didn't um no offense to anybody out there of course with the off-road industry but we didn't want like the typical checkered floor and like you know pegboard walls and stuff like like, it's great for like a, a store you know but we wanted it to be an actual showroom like we wanted to showcase the products and try to have them as close to the real element as possible but then also trying to you know just tell the story of the brand and 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 let the customers know what we do all together so
1: yeah there's mm-hmm. a very like what I like about it cuz I've been here a few times already yeah. and I like how it's very like Tactile, like you very like you're very engaged with the product. You can see how it fits. You can see how it would work on the rack. You yeah. can touch it. You can see it, yeah. how it interacts with other pieces. You can touch it. Like it's very like engaging, right? Yeah. It's, it's not just looking at a box and a picture on a box and going, "Oh, okay, well, this is what it's supposed to look like." That's kind of how it's going right. to fit. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
2: It's very real world in the present. It's cool. Yeah, that was really important to us. I think that you know we always have customer service da- reps down there ready to help people and answer questions, but the ability to just walk in and experience yourself was really important to us. Like, we want the customers to just kind of figure it out on their own and, you know, they can, you know, gravitate towards something that interests them and and shy away from something that doesn't. It's it's fine. They can do their own own thing. And and anybody can come by and and swing by the showroom. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, right now, we are technically closed for COVID. Uh, We're going to be opening up very soon, but um, uh, very soon shortly basically we are going to be moving the showroom to a new facility right next door we're, we're lucky enough to uh, expand recently and get another building nearby so we'll have a, a new showroom for everybody oh, to, cool. to come check out um it probably won't be as soon as we're hoping you know but yeah. uh, as as uh, the summer um comes by and we get you know a chance to work on a little bit um, we're definitely planning a, a great big uh, reopening for that and, and show it off
0: i gotta say there's definitely a a Full reaction you get when you walk into that showroom. And oh, like totally. for instance, right now there's that probably what I've seen, what I what I would consider to have seen the best G-Wagon set up for overlanding yeah. ever. Yeah. Because normally you see those guys and they're all like on 20 plus inch rims. Right. <laughs> super under functional right. right. And then you look at this thing and like at a glance I was like, okay, yeah, it's a Land Rover or something. You know, right. I didn't pay attention. And I'm like, yeah. wait, it's a G-Wagon. Yeah. It's a G-Wagon and it's like it looks like it's actually
1: Wait, functional. was that really A G-Wagon in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a G-Wagon Wow That's it's what I'm saying a, It's a you special one it's, Yeah, yeah but, uh, you got me I didn't think it was a G-Wagon
2: yeah, yeah, no, that one's unique. It's actually it's a '98. I, I forget the exact trim model. I'm not the g wagon yeah. expert, unfortunately, but it, it belongs to the owner in South Africa, and uh, that came over from South Africa about two years ago. Where he shipped it over for a race. Basically, it's called the Mayan Rally, where he drove that oh, wow. him and his wife um, all the way down through. Like I think they ended in Panama. Like it was just like all through. That's so so right. they do they it. Like like they, like they they live the life. Like they they do this S- stuff. Stan, the the founder front runner, is unbelievable. The the stories that he has and the amount of Years that he's put into, like, just this lifestyle, just as a genuine interest, yeah, with, with zero, like, you know. Profit back in the day is, yeah. is amazing. You know, damn that it, we're talking was... to the wrong <laughs> guy. <laughs> you are absolutely, yeah. Staying. I was, I was hey, joking hey, with someone earlier. Like, I have my no is problem.
1: Worst. I have no <laughs> problem taking this podcast <laughs> to another continent <laughs>
2: <laughs> to get to <laughs> South. All right, guys,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. we'll come back and we'll be in uh, South Africa. Yeah, yeah.
2: Wait to wait see that show. That one's that was right. really <laughs> impressive. Yeah. So we have, we have a. Does
0: it kind of match? Like, is there an overall brand? I vibe? wish it
2: matched because that would elevate mine. But oh wow, yeah. I mean, there are some signature things that we do all around the world, but that showroom there is 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 pretty amazing yeah it's uh state of the art i mean we built the entire building from the ground up um with the showroom in mind and the workshop in mind so y- you walk in and that is like one of the most immersive showrooms i've ever been in, in in this space in particular you know so we actually built this one before that or maybe about the same time but um that one's a lot nicer so if you get a chance to yeah. swing by johannesburg south africa <laughs> definitely <laughs> if make you the happen trip. to be over there yeah if you happen <laughs> to be over there so well,
0: I mean, I've got a ton more questions in regards to runner and your involvement yeah. and like I've seen your rig outside that Tacoma, right? Yeah. And what you I want to find out what you've done, but sure. one thing that we normally do is we kind of go backwards a little bit yes. and we talk about a little bit of what we've done uh, leading up to this episode. And we've and actually done stuff this We've time. actually done stuff, which <laughs> is actually, which We've is actually amazing. been able to
1: go off-roading and go explore Just our own a backyard. a little bit. Yeah. yeah sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. So
0: we did, we did Big Bear a couple weeks ago, which was awesome. And it was we, a lot of fun. We did a podcast there and we had a, we had a, um, Martin from Milestar come on, and you kind of yep. ambushed a podcast and made it 10 times better, which is always nice. <laughs> um, and then, you know, that following day, I ended up doing uh, um, oh, Gold right. Mountain. that's right. So I actually, you know, I've already done Gold Mountain. We were scouting it for a, a photo shoot for Casey, and I finally got to fully, like, finish it off. Yeah. And nice, beautiful trail, man. I mean, it's that, John Bull, and surrounding trails are just gorgeous out there. And yeah. They're, like, kind of underrated, and I can see why they've become Jeep- badge trails yeah because they are so like, beautiful kind of and like scenic gems. and yeah. yeah just you know the the topography and even the type of rock that's in holcomb yeah which is totally different from john bull yeah like it crinkles under your feet or under your, the wheels oh, like wow. like i don't know the reason why it's called gold mountains because it was like a big mining oh really and so i guess there's like iron content in the rock or so it just it sounds different it doesn't sound like that. normal rocks that's so. it. i didn't know that that's yeah. interesting so, uh, we went with, uh, um, a buddy of ours, uh, Scott Dirk Durkin. Sorry if I messed up your last name. Um, uh, but he goes by trail reaper on. on oh that. yeah. Okay. I know who you're Scott, talking about now. Scott's a great guy. He's an <laughs> active duty firefighter <laughs> and he's got one of the most amazing jeeps I've seen in a long time. And he took us, he led the trail with, uh, Adam. Oh, that one dude. And oh, yeah, the rest yeah. of the NorCal crew and local. That Cal was the crew. the
1: shakedown for, for Titan 2.0. Yeah. For his rig. Yeah.
0: Um, and, uh, and so he kind of would, lo- he would give you a little snippet here and there of like history or whatever. Oh, so he
1: knows like he, he's, he, he lives up right there. He's, he's a was, local. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hello. Cool. Yeah. Local knowledge is always good. It's always going to have a local showing you around and kind of giving you these like little nuggets yeah. of information.
0: And with what you've done with your FJ, you could have totally done that trail. Yeah. Way. Yeah. I would have have I you know, done
1: it, Steve? Didn't go mountain? No. Okay. It's Maybe we'll have to then. Yeah. yeah I think that. it's
0: totally doable. Yeah. even for a Tacoma. there was, there was a guy with a stock, uh, it was a stock TJ. Open diff. Open diff stock TJ on Dana thirties like He just walked up stuff. Oh, like, okay. There's always a route, right? Sure. On this trail. Sure. And like it's, Jeep
2: guys. I was like, oh, even the Tacoma can do it. Even right. Can yeah, can don't do you it? love it yeah. how they qualify <laughs> it <right? laughs> with the hey, even? I, qua- yeah, I no, qualified I it, it with another
0: Jeep, okay? <laughs> 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 I'm trying yeah. to be PC here. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, know, I know I'm surrounded by Toyota guys, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful. <laughs> uh, I am part of the Frontrunner family now officially, That's so there's right, that. Welcome team. Yeah, we got everything installed actually before Big Bear, so Yeah, that was fun. Frank helped. Matt helped. It's good to friends. Um, but I'm, I'm loving that rack. It's always so fun awesome.
1: punching right. a lot of holes in a Jeep roof. Yeah, yeah. And it just <laughs> all around.
0: Well, I got rid of the Rhino rack. That too. Yeah. And so I added in the Fro-Runner, yeah. and that meant I have more holes now. Yeah, more holes. <laughs> than I did before, but that's okay. It's Lightning worth it. Lightning holes. Yeah. I think it's worth it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, totally worth just look
1: it. at the Jeep. is a little bit lighter now. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> Lightning <laughs> uh, holes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, just. Yeah. Fiberglass weight. I, I, I came down
0: I came down like an ounce.
1: Yeah, you lost all all three ounces are gone. Too but I
0: put on a lot of ounces during this COVID. Fifteen and more. Or nine COVID what, what do you yeah. call it? The COVID fifteen. The COVID fifteen, yeah. 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 Um, it used to be
1: the COVID ten, but now we're kind of moving towards reality. COVID thirty. I think in a week it'll be the COVID twenty. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: <laughs> Anyways, long story short, bitch and run, awesome time. Um ended up splitting my uh boot, which I ended up duct taping to go with you. To the peak in Santiago. So which you'll was, be happy
1: to know that before we did that, like when you did when you were doing your run, um, I was sleeping in, keeping a rig for dirt tradition alive, because I drove home at midnight oh, with Alan. With Alan, for and days. we drove off the mountain and got home at three in the morning. To, oh no! <laughs>
0: you you think you'd get home sooner, right? You do. You like
1: this you, time? I was smart. I stayed. He stayed. He camped. We, you, you had your boy with you, which definitely made I think made that decision a lot smarter. Is Dude.
0: That, When I woke up that morning Yeah I woke up to sounds And I'm like Is that a freaking bear? No (laughs) It was flocks of moths Pounding the side Yeah moths These big moths Like pretty much the size Of like a silver dollar Whoa They were pounding the side Of a Or whatever Of the tent? Yeah the awning Or the 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 tent And so Kept making these thuds So like halfway Half asleep I kept thinking These thuds were like footsteps Yeah Uh, And then I unzip like the first part of my tent thank <laughs> god i'd not unzip the whole thing um and i look out and it's just like swarms of moths so in the, the morning? morning yeah and wow. do you have a light on or anything or no just, no it's just huh? morning time and they were they must have just emerged they or woke something up <laughs> they like and the great thing is i left my rear passenger door down yeah in my jeep oh so awesome. moths were still coming out of the jeep a week later <laughs> like i'm like they must have had so i went from rats to moths great
2: oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> great. And, uh,
0: <laughs> The kids were even like, "I found another moth." I'm like, "Great, (laughs) it's awesome." Um. Anyway, so yeah, then we did Santiago. We did Santiago Peak,
1: which is a great local little trail, you know, kind of in our backyard, and, um, you know, we've we go up there all the time, and we've had we've done podcasts up there. We've never
0: made it to the top because it's always been closed.
1: Together, yeah. yeah, yeah, we've never we've never gone because first it was the fires, and then they were closed for this COVID thing, and so yeah, it's been a long time since we've been able to go to the peak. Um, so that's we That's your did, local
2: stomping ground. Yeah, or, like,
1: where are you based out of again? We're in Orange County, so like yeah. on South the, Orange so, County. Yeah, South okay. Orange County. So like Irvine, Aliso Viejo, Mission Viejo, all Got that it area right there. Okay. Yeah, Saddleback's Saddleback's off to the side of Rancho Santa Margarita. Okay. And, yeah. So then, Saddleback Mountain is like to the trailhead is like a half hour from our house. Oh, that's like amazing. The streets. It's just streets to that to the. Yeah. To the, the it's
0: nothing technical but no. it's like a cool fire road it's and like, you get
1: a 360 view of like yeah. you see riverside you see elsinore and you, know. you can't
0: spend the night but it's like right it's awesome for a day trip, the day the family, trip. that's you know.
2: cool we got a few trails like that out here but there's you still have to travel a bit more sometimes to get something that's a lot more fun you know at least to this immediate area unfortunately because yeah. like so, so much of his private land and right yeah like you just can't take your truck out anywhere you know but uh there's still some good spots exactly
1: yeah. exactly so we, we did that um we had a good time. We made some new friends. Yeah, we made so a new friend. That
0: was a trip. Like right. so, mind dri- blowing. We're mind driving mind up, blowing. So we're driving up the trail, up past Four Corners. Yeah,
1: um, we're probably st- about three quarters of the way to the top when we see this guy.
0: Guy just like, like on foot.
1: He's walking like up. We think he's a hiker with he's his walking, ruck. Right?
0: I'm like, okay. whoa, okay. I'm yeah. like, did he leave us? I don't. I don't re- I didn't remember seeing a car. He park. wasn't
1: dressed like a hiker, though all right all right he, he looked like just a dude just out a water, dude with their patron. a
0: t-shirt and a pants with belt like, yeah 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 so we just didn't think anything of it got up got to the radio tower got to like the landing parked and it was maybe Probably 20 like 20 minutes later yeah, yeah this guy comes walking by and he's like <laughs> panting almost like about to fall over and he you just know?
1: sits he just finds the nearest rock he's like can i sit here and he just sits down <laughs> like yeah bro and sit. He starts like stretching and digging for water and he's just like you can tell he's He's just cooked, which I'm imagining anybody would be cooked walking from the base to the top. Like it's a, it's 5,400 feet of elevation and it's, and it's pretty quick. Yeah. Like it's, there isn't a lot of miles. It's been pretty warm out. And it has been pretty warm. Yeah. Yeah, And it was, it was pretty warm. And, and then he tells us actually where he started. Okay. He did 29, a 29 mile walk. Was it Dana point? He said, yeah, Yeah. he started on Dana point at two in the morning.
0: But Why? Because, well, he was, so what I, what I think
1: part of it was he,
0: so he was a former military recently discharged. Yeah. Like like a month ago. And so I think he's still working through a lot of shit in his head and you know, there's, he's coming from a whole different world into back into the world. And uh, he's like, yeah, I just kind of had to get out and do the. Yeah, walk. he's
1: like I had to get out and also like it's conditioning and it's just kind of keeping in line with what he knows Like you yeah. said, right? He was telling us like we were talking to him. His name's evan really cool guy Yeah, and um, so we're sitting there talking and we're getting to know him and all his story and like this whole like crazy 29 mile trek. like I can't even imagine I was telling ali I can't even imagine like walking 18 miles once you get past that 18 mile walk like I don't even know what that means like yeah. I don't that's like tell, that's like me trying to imagine the vastness of space I sure. get it figuratively I get it that yeah. it's massive but I don't actually comprehend it Yeah. like I can't I can't really fathom what that's like yeah that's a trick dude I trained yeah.
0: I trained for the LA Marathon did the LA Marathon hit a wall at mile 16 and like wanted to just leave and you still had 10 yeah. more miles dude, to had go 10 more miles yeah. to go <laughs> it is it is a very
2: different even when you train for it it's difficult yeah. this guy just yeah He. this guy had like but also the marathon's like flat for the most part right i mean you're not not LA. No. like there's oh. so many hills on that day but, yeah, but yeah but yeah i mean though, there's mean? a lot of yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah sure yeah it's not 5400 feet of climbing no. at all
2: and
1: the thing about his walk is that i i know exactly had the, the trails that he linked and yeah. the paths that he linked i know them all because they're common mountain bike routes and stuff like that and so there's there's there is zero coverage oh yeah like, he's exposed you're whole exposed no trees and stuff. nothing oh wow you're exposed the entire 29 miles yeah that'll be so of given he started at two in the morning so there's that. Yeah. But, but
0: by the time we got to the peak, I mean, it was still only like,
1: what, 12? It was before noon. Yeah. It was like 1130-ish. Yeah, Like I
0: was almost on foot for almost 12 hours. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. Insane. And he was wow. telling us. So, he was, so long story short, like he was talking to us and he was like, hey, are any of you guys going back down to, to the OC side of hmm. it? And, you know, and can I get a ride? Do you have an empty seat? Yeah, she's like, like, "Don't be a quitter, bro." Yeah, <laughs> finish what you started. Just started. Yeah, exactly. And he's hand. like, I, "I, think I bit off more than I could chew." And then he told, <laughs> us, and then he told us how far he walked already. And I was like, yeah. "Whoa!"
0: He yeah. showed, he showed you his watch. He's yeah. like, "I'm not lying. I'm look. not lying. Look." And yeah. so yeah.
1: he's like, "I think I bit off more than I can chew. If you can just get me to the base of the mountain, someone will come get me." Yeah. he's like, mm-hmm. "I know. I have a ride already or- or arranged." And They'll you were come
0: super nice, and you let him. Yeah. yeah,
1: I said, "I have a seat. I'm just by myself, so you can have the passenger seat." Sure. And then I'm
0: wondering when is he gonna kill Frank, and who am I gonna get to replace Frank? On the right.
1: podcast. <laughs> So, but, but then we had the idea cause we were, it wasn't just us. We were with, um, with Sam from dead man, right? So from dead man off road, he was yeah. with us. So it wasn't just us in our backyard. Sam was there to kind of check it out and have some fun yeah. with us. He'd with never it. been. Yeah. And he was there with his boy. And, um, so we did, so all along we had this plan that we were going to do the route that we knew, but we were going to also explore some trails that we'd never done. up Yeah, there. sure. And so I
0: wouldn't we, even talk about it right now. You wouldn't. I wouldn't even talk about it right now. Okay, <laughs> I'm not giving that space up. <laughs> yeah, secret, but we did, super secret space. We did. We did go off and, and discover some trails, and we watched a guy, a couple motor guys, try to like bomb oh, up this yeah. super steep hill. Super steep hill. Like, literally, watched. We sat down and just watched him. He
1: probably gave it like a, like twenty tries to get up this hill yeah. on his moto, and he he couldn't. He kept on spilling over like halfway, quarter of the way, three quarters of the way. Yeah. And he must have given it twenty goes. And I was like, this dude's gonna run out of gas before yeah. he even like before he right. ever makes it. And finally, he made it, and like the we all
0: eight, exploded the in cheering. people yeah. that
1: are there on the different valleys, on the different, <laughs> watching, watching yeah, him. Everyone Cheaper, explodes. Cheaper, yeah, it was, was awesome. It was pretty was rad. It, it was, was really
0: strong. busy yeah. out there.
1: It was actually pretty good.
0: One thing I will say for everyone who's listening is: a, it's an awesome place to go explore. There's a lot of roads. There's a lot of offshoots. There are some technical pieces that you can like go that bypass the main optional. road and come yeah, back onto the road i did i did one of them which is yeah. fun nothing nothing crazy but just you know it makes you feel like you did a little something yeah and then uh and then on the way into silverado canyon i would definitely stop by the market yep they got a great little market get whatever you need and to that cafe for the and then the cafe bro i'd
1: never been there those
0: breakfast burritos were amazing really oh my god yeah like got food for the kids i totally forgot to pack sandwiches so and they are open early fail. yeah
1: unlike the restaurants I'm sorry, I mean sorry I like the shop sometimes the market Yeah, the market, the market wasn't open
0: but they were and I would definitely recommend their food cuz it was yeah. awesome All right so there's
1: you're there, you're all caught up consider yourself caught up
0: Yep and here we are back here we are. Uh, with Steve and uh, I think Ferman. I didn't kill you
1: That he didn't kill me so all you no, actually cool. so when, I did we, call you, when yeah. we left um you know every we all went our separate ways and I told yeah. him I said it turns out he <laughs> lives like in Aliso Viejo he lives like in my neighborhood Okay so I said I'm going to give you a ride or so to he says to the you know to the <laughs> in and out that's right there like Four blocks from my house. I'll go, yeah. I'll give you I'll give you right at the end out. He's yeah. like, perfect. Okay. So Ollie texts me like half an hour later from when we left and he's like, Are you alive? Or you said something like <laughs> that? He's like, hey. and I was like, Yeah, I'm good. He's like, Okay, just so wanted to make sure this guy didn't murder you on the way or Take your truck and leave you on the side of the uh, road. <laughs>
0: Evan McTruck face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Evan
1: McTruck face. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's cool. No, but no, Evan was a good guy, and I'm glad yeah. that he was a sport because he actually joined us for the rest of the trails. Yeah, and he, he was having a good time.
2: I that forgot was he cool. was with yeah. you. I'm like, yeah. wait
0: a second. We drug this guy along with us for another like hour and like, a half. Another
2: hour and it's a half. It's cool kind if you're yeah. not used to that kind of like lifestyle, you know. like Oh, he was so and fired up. And stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah he was cool.
1: so fired up. I think we might have a new overlander there here go. pretty soon. He was pretty yeah. fired up. Yeah. He said he had a truck too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, here we are.
0: Here we are. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, like I said, I, I switched over and, I, you know, seeing seeing your little marketing setup here too, it's like. I feel like that's also one of the things that kind of sold me, and I've always believed this: like the brand starts at the top of like what the company itself does, and then yeah. trickles down into the product, trickles down into the people, yeah, trickles down then to the marketing that yeah. gets shown to people. And, kind of like the
1: heart and soul of the brand, and then people right, buy right, into
0: you know. that. And yeah. that's, you know, two years ago when I first started my project, From was actually like my first honestly my first choice yeah and it just worked out that i got in touch with tony and tony at the time worked at rhino yeah and then we we hooked up and he helped me out with some other people so it just worked out that way but in the back of my head and some of the issues i had with like my slats running parallel versus perpendicular stuff like that i always thought man i wish i would have gotten the front runner well finally got it i'm like oh okay this is what i was missing out on all the accessories everything that like kind of lines up i'm stoked and uh but I was kind of bought into this vibe that Firm Runner had, whether it was their marketing, feeling like they were truly about who we were as yeah. overlanders or off-roaders, and it showed. And then coming here, it kind of validated yeah. all of that, which I had never seen this before. Yeah. So that's yeah, cool. It's, it's yeah, really I'm glad
2: cool. you made the, the trip up. And yeah, we've always maintained that it's really important for people to be passionate about the, the products and what we do, you know. I, I, truthfully like a roof rack isn't that exciting like just in general like nobody gets excited about a roof rack you know but when you start to see all the things you can do with it and all of like the innovation that we put into it and, and really like um much of the products that we developed came out of the necessity for them you know of of uh like our founders uh many many years ago uh, running out of things that they needed they'd be on a trip and they'd be like you know it'd be really cool if we could do this and then they would go do it and then you just kind of build on that and then yeah. here we are you know roughly 20 years later with uh you know, a pretty refined product and, and new stuff all the time. And we're constantly making revisions. You know, we want to, you know, we want to make a good product, but we also oh, want to be the best. That. We saw that when we were putting yours together. Yeah. yeah
1: what's I mean. that? Because, um, the revisions, Oh yeah, because he like you had your rack for years, right? I've had my rack for almost three years. Yeah. Um and then our buddy Matt, um, he also has a front runner roof right on his on his JK. My whole crew is like front runner now. And he did his, he bought his a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And so f- between his
2: JK and yours,
1: we saw even some minor differences
2: yeah. in just like, the oh, bolts. that makes it easier. Yeah, right. Exactly. But we take that stuff to note. I mean, you know, it, not to say that it needed to be changed yeah. even or we got a bunch of complaints or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, the it's
1: core just, of the rack is the same. It's yeah. just
2: little tweaks that just kind of make it a little sure.
1: easier to assemble or a little e- or this goes here. And it just kind of fits together a little cleaner than we want
2: the experience to be good, you yeah, know, for customers. And, and uh, the, the JK is probably one of the harder racks to install, oh, yeah. like just in general. But, yeah. um, I think when it's done and you see like the whole concept come together, like you were saying, and, and how well thought out everything is, it, it really makes sense. And it's really yeah. a good purchase, you know. People, it's not a grudge purchase, you know. No, I right? was stoked. <laughs> I mean,
0: I mean, yeah, granted, I got a, a lot of help from you guys, but yeah, um, just going because it was a huge pain just to take the old rack off, yeah. But oh, after, after yeah, Frank helped me <laughs> take it all off and then our buddy Matt and Frank helped to get it back on, which was fairly easy. It was, it was pretty easy. straightforward. Yeah. Just measure 50 times before you, you know, drill that hole. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, but once everything was done and said like it fit good, it was solid, it was square. Um, and it made all the effort that we had put in worth it to me because I'm like, okay. Totally. At least now cool. I've got what I actually wanted to build off of. Yeah. yeah. Versus before I was missing that extra like, you know, two feet of space on the front. Yeah. Which is really what I want. I wanted that full length. Yeah. The full of space. Length, yeah. Just hard and to then, do. Yeah. And then I wanted the perpendicular slots for mm. sure. And then there are times where I, I envision I'd like to take that hard top off and I still want my rack. Right. Yeah. And I get that. Right. Yeah. So all of that combined. Mm-hmm. was kind of like, you know, and a few other things that I've discovered now that I've had it, mm. um, have just kind of validated the the effort and the work
2: and uh, we got you some accessories for that yet. Or what do you guys, yeah, well, I
0: told, I told, uh, I told Andrew, like, let's get the rack done. Let me yeah.
2: figure everything out.
0: I still gotta, I still gotta do the quick mounts, which is a little bit difficult with the FSR tent that I have. Okay. Because FSR, the rails are so narrow yeah. that they don't fit the slots. So I gotta, I'll figure that
2: out um then you got the quick release the quick release mechanism? yeah well, it should come with a couple of different size plates i think we have one that fits there too, pretty good yeah cool so we can maybe talk about that later yeah, we'll talk about uh,
0: i'll hit up andrew but um at the end of the day i still want to figure out okay how does everything fit yeah and then build from there because exactly i've got a real estate now that yeah. i'm like i really want to figure yeah, out because probably.
1: your rack extends actually further out than the old one did right right Correct. you have a little more roof space yeah you know, than, than the old rack
0: and then through KC, I've connected with Pelican
1: yeah.
2: and
0: Pelican now is also developing a really cool thing with you guys yeah. in terms of their cargo storage,
2: yeah, the cargo, uh, system, uh, storage yeah, yeah, the cargo cool. system,
0: which is bitching. And uh, they, I think they unveiled it at shot show. Yeah. Right? We, Last Night uh, that's
2: why I was out there actually. Yeah. We, we uh, unveiled it there. Um, but I haven't, really come to market yet because of the whole covid thing it kind right. of got pushed right. back unfortunately but it's a really cool collaboration it's a great product and and we're going to be excited for when it comes out i think frank was actually I was, he was at the one of those test things that we yeah did, right? i was, was at that the that? kind of the, the well, what do they call them like consumer kind of like yeah, yeah we gave us a feedback
1: and exactly stuff like, consumer that feedback. Of, that fun. yeah, yeah. yeah that and that we cool. got
2: to we got to play with it and check
1: it out and see all the how it kind of fits together and you know true to kind of like the the spirit of a front runner. Yeah. Like it, everything attaches the way you would expect right. super yeah. easy sure. to take on and off. Right. And so like one of the things that I always tell people that I love most about my rack is that nothing stays on it when I get home. Right. Like seriously, it's a bare rack when I get home yeah. and when I want to go on a trip, I can have my entire roof configured however I want in yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. Like because of the slats and dropping things in, like yeah. I, I can I, I never have to carry everything all the time yeah. right which is fantastic and I love I love that by and large that is the coolest
2: thing ever yeah about need that to rack. have you hang out in our showroom more often yeah. right people come I tell story. people that all the time when they ask me what no, I love you about see, it you see people that clicks in their head I mean they'll come by and a lot of people don't understand how it works or yeah. why people like it or all the accessories they have they're like we didn't I didn't know you had all this stuff you exactly know like literally dealers of ours that have been selling our product for years to be like, do you guys make a blah, blah, blah. And we're like, yeah, of course. You yeah. know, and they're you like, make three oh, versions remember. of it. Which one do you yeah, want? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some of those things we do. Yeah. yeah. And um, again, back to the constant innovation. I mean, we're trying to develop more ways for people to use those products for their specific needs. Totally. Cause not every truck is the same and totally. you just can't set them all up the yeah. same. Yeah, You, know? you so,
1: have, you, you have not every truck is the same, not every use case. Is the same. Yeah. Right. And so like, you know, what I'm going to do is very different than what my neighbor might want to do. Yeah. Right. And so he has a family or kids and I don't. Right. And so there's going to be different needs and different variations in there. And that's the nice thing is that I look at it as it's, it's just a, it's just like a giant Lego kit and you just buy the accessories that you need to make whatever your imagination can come up with. Right. Like it's, it's, it's really cool. When you're dealing with the,
0: the square footage of a Jeep, like a JK yeah. yeah, it looks like a massive vehicle but once you get inside you realize well there's a lot of legroom and that legroom <laughs> translates leg to room. not a lot of storage <laughs> exactly. yeah that's
2: the storage in the JK is pretty it's uh, pretty uh, yeah. leaves a lot to be desired totally so <laughs> we actually make some interior solutions in case you haven't seen those you know yeah a, a cargo slide and a deck set and stuff like that to try to maximize that yep whatever's right. back there you know but one it's cool constant, thing is... The only, the only person that can play more is probably Frank with the FJ Cruiser. The FJ know. is about the
1: same, yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty slim. That's why, I, I mean, I did a seat delete in mine. Oh, okay. Um, for that reason. Yeah. Because if I didn't do the seat delete, I would have, I was always just searching for places to kind yeah, of corners well. and nooks and crannies to shove things into. Yeah. And, but once I did the seat delete, that whole problem went away. Right. Like I had space. Now I have too much space. No.
0: <laughs> well, even, even the mounts that mount to the rear of the roll cage... Um, that allow you to take the hardtop off and still keep yeah the, the, the structural intact. integrity yeah. yeah those have like basically they look like they're they're spaced out enough for molly is that what the purpose was for
1: those so like those kind of like
2: louvers them? that are cut into them um, I actually I've been asking my engineers to cut molly into that in specific right out of the gate but they've been kind of. Not the, not shying away from it, but Molly, Molly's not as popular over there, and sure. the, the laser time to cut that out is kind of like uh, it a concern. A or, yeah, it's it's a lot, but the ability to add them on is definitely there, and I've seen yeah. people it for a lot. I mean, of Right away, things. I was yeah. like, you know?
0: dude, I got some more storage. I could right. put a, <laughs> exactly. I could put a, like a ten by six pouch <laughs> right there. You know, yeah. so just stuff like that for me has always like really stood out. Yeah, you yeah, know? Like, absolutely. Like the goose gear, like having the side cubbies, like I can put stuff on top of that now. Right. And yeah, and have it you know, stored versus before it would just fall off the, the wheel well. So, um, it's just maximizing what you do. Cause we go out a lot. We go out on multiple day trips, yeah. you know, as the rest of you guys listening in probably do as well. So, you know, how important, you know, having places to put everything is and organized in there. Yeah. Huge. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So tell us about you. Like, how did you get started off road?
1: Uh, I mean, or in all of this, this whole lifestyle yeah. in general, because I Everything. mean, you, that's one of the things that's really cool is like we were talking about earlier that yeah. everyone kind of like lives a life and yeah. I mean, you're a prime example of that, right? I mean, we've sure. known each other for a while. Yeah. And so, years, yeah, though. exactly.
2: Yeah. I mean, my, my background uh, long before front runner, it's kind of interesting. I, I'd always been into vehicles, but not so much off road, just in general. Like I, I liked cars. I love right. the the mechanical design. I love engines and I did a bunch of like stereo stuff when I was a young kid or whatever, but um, I actually got. Um, my first job in the industry was with a company called Manafree and, and we specialized in, in land cruisers. We did nothing but land cruisers. And um, I remember getting that job through like a temp agency, like just as a regular customer service thing. Oh, wow. Like, just bottom. Like I was <laughs> 19, I think maybe 18 and a half. Just even. getting in. Yeah. Just getting in, like just getting started, you know, just basic customer service. And I'll never forget being in that interview with my, my boss at the time. And he's telling me what they did. And, and I didn't know anything about land cruisers, you know, and he's got a Picture of like his FJ40 up on the wall, like this old yellow one. He had an 82 FJ40, yeah. it's a beautiful truck. And he's like, Oh, we do all these off road things, we lancers. I'm like, Oh, but what about that Jeep? eddie's like, Don't ever call it a Jeep again. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and he's like, You're hired. You know, he's like, Okay. And then like, Yeah, but it like scared me almost. I was he's like, like, Oh he's my like, God. I'll Sorry, this, dude. It looks just yeah, like a Jeep. And this one now, pass. I'll forgive yeah. you this one time. Yeah, exactly. And, and then now anybody goes, Oh, nice Jeep. I'm like, Oh, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about It looks nothing like know. a Jeep, you know, Commenter. but you don't know any different, you know. Know? But, uh, you does uh, yeah, yeah. But that was a really amazing job, and and I, I, uh, like I said, I started in customer service. I learned everything that I know about automotive there, and in a way, um, the, the owner of that company at the time, Al, was like a mentor to me with with learning about motors and vehicles and off road. Yeah. I mean, he showed me so much stuff with, uh, you know, mechanically. You know, um, that was really uh, fun to learn, and and uh, because it was so many years ago, um, and this is probably close to twenty years ago now. Uh, the The internet we had a website, of course we sold online, but it wasn't as prominent to like search for parts and things. So I spent like hours on end like in the microfish you know learning wow, about microfish. wow there's and something and I haven't heard yeah, in a long seriously. time so and it's funny probably the younger listeners maybe don't even know I have that. no they idea like, what, I'm not what that even is of like, little, and they little don't tiny say fish like, what'd you do with them I'm at sorry, the sorry how do fish come into this yeah but <laughs> I remember going to that job and the customer is calling me looking for some you know cone washer for a 76 can we just talk about for a second the machine that you would look at
1: the microfish on okay so yeah how awesome like a projector yeah but it was like the speed of that thing was always blew my mind
2: as a kid well we had a manual one so I guess okay. <laughs> it's very fast. But yeah, we had like this little box of the, the fish, which are like the cards of each vehicle. Right. You pull out the, you know, you look at the year and the model and it'd be like, you know, uh, 75 to 80, FJ40 or whatever yeah. it was, or FJ60, uh, you know, the years. And um, yeah, you would, You'd put the card in the projector and you would go to like the little index and, and, it would find, scan it, right? yeah, and you'd be yeah. like, okay, suspension and steering or whatever. And you would go like section A2. I don't remember the numbers now. Right. And you'd go over there and then it'd have the prefix of the part you were looking for. So it'd have the, you know, the exploded diagram and they're online now, yeah. but it's a lot easier. But, right. Sure. Um, and then you would go over and you'd find that prefix and you'd slide it over and, and then look over there and you're like like okay so this uh seal is like 90311-whatever and that might actually still be the part number i hope it's not so that'd be creepy but <laughs> so for all the land cruiser nuts <laughs> out there i'm gonna get praised for knowing 90311 is the start of all wheel seals for land cruisers or i'm gonna get burned alive for being wrong <laughs> no, three one three. <laughs> but uh yeah and so i spent a lot of time learning and like i mean when you dig into cars that much whether it's a land cruiser or a jeep or whatever you just you learn the ins and outs totally. of them, and that's really where i fell in love with it and you know, I think I'll always have, like, I'm always just a Toyota guy at heart, but I always have a, a definitely a soft spot for Land Cruisers in particular. And, um, yeah, so I, I was sorry, I worked at uh, that place for, uh, it was about uh, close to 10 years and, and I worked up to, to general manager and, you know, we, we did a lot of great things and I had a lot of fun there. We yeah. did some really beautiful projects and, uh, you know, it really helped me, you know, get my footing in the industry in, in off-road. And we did a lot more like, I want to say like hardcore rock crawling, but we tended to do we had like a good mix of like just the purists that want to restore to the heavy-duty rock crawling to um starting to get out and explore and adventure and you know we were a big uh, seller of arb at the time and oh, so okay. we started bringing over like the tents and i mean that just blew people away when they would come by and see a rooftop tent. right <laughs> and what how many years ago was
0: this to put in perspective
2: I, i've been at front runner now for eight and a half years and prior to that i was with mana free for about nine years wow. nine or ten years so you know go back 10 15 years that's we were at i I mean of course i don't know when Airbnb had the rooftop tents but that's what we sold and and um, even at the time i was there i had friends come by like um ben crockett is a good friend of mine from uh four drive Toad owner magazine and he had a 80 series that had a front runner rack on it and he he brought it by with in the you know it had a I hope I'm, it's easy on tent. I think it was okay. from, from South Africa. Cause so he had these like, really cool South mm-hmm. African products and yeah. I didn't even know what they yeah. were at the time. Like, and I look back in pictures now cause it was for a, a magazine shoot that I was with and I was like, Oh, there's front runner. <laughs> like before I even knew what it was, you know? And, um, but, uh, yeah, so that was, you know, 10, 10, years ago and, uh, we did all model land cruises. So I learned quite a bit about them. And, um, but how I got started with front runner was I felt like my time there was, coming to an end you know it was that that company it's still around today Manifree still in business they they got bought out by someone else and they're in Vegas now and and you can still get you know classic cruiser parts if you're looking for them but Mm -hmm. um, you know I think the owner's heart wasn't in it some more at the time and we we just it wasn't the direction I felt like I was ready to go so I started to put my fuelers out in the industry and see where you know what my next my next step was like where do I go from from here I'm passionate about it Uh, you know I want to stay in it and um, I did an interview with a a friend of mine named thor that that ran uh, a company called viking off-road and um it Good was wenchline.com yeah thor wonderful guy you know he still does his company now it's called thor motorworks and he does some other stuff okay but he was one of the first people to, like to bring over synthetic wench rope basically you oh know? okay and um i was trying to get a, a job with him he was over in burbank uh, i was living in uh in the valley at the time in canoga i think And um, it just wasn't the right timing. Like, he really wanted to bring me on, but it wasn't the right time for him and where his business was. But he just kind of kept me in the back of his mind. But um, maybe, you know, six, eight months later, um, uh, the the owner, Stanley of Frontrunner, his daughter lived in Burbank. And they decided that they were going to start Frontrunner USA at the time. Okay, so... Um, we were already importing FrontRunner to through other uh, dealers here. We have like Equipped, who's one of the first ones, if not the first one, to bring FrontRunner to America. And um, at the time, we were just ready to do our own thing. Like, okay, we're, we're ready to start. So before Front then, Runner. everything
1: was like, being held, being handled out of South Africa. Well, it's like distributors it, here. Yeah, like, we had yeah, distributors. It was like a yeah. yeah, so
2: this is before my time, mind you. So yeah. I don't want to get any facts from Sure, all sure. It's all like could, ten years, years brought ago over Easy on too.
0: Like yeah. It yeah. It has equipped a lot of like South African.
1: Oh, okay. You know.
2: Yeah, it, huge South African heritage. But there was you know, no like awesome. there was no
1: official like headquarters type presence here. Correct.
2: Yeah, we it was it was uh, I think predominantly held through equipped, and I, I think we did some stuff with um, you know adventure trailers and and those guys okay. over in Arizona. Yep. You know, like they had a hand in it because they brought over a lot of South African things. So, but um, I think we were just ready to expand and yeah. ready to do something new. And um, Stan has two daughters, Renee and and Tina, and, and Renee still. With the company, she lives in South Africa. Uh, Tina and her husband Dave were here in the states, and they were gonna they were gonna start it up. But they didn't really have any automotive experience. They were actually, you know, they did um, uh, post production uh, movies. They made they made movies. Oh uh, wow! Uh, yeah, Tina was an actress for a little bit, and, and huh. they lived in Burbank, and they you know they had a very good business of of doing that, and it's still around today, and that's yeah. what they're doing. But so they didn't have any automotive experience. They didn't have any experience with goods has
0: that it gotten leveraged into your marketing uh, absolutely that? yeah I <laughs> yeah. mean that, the early roots from
2: that That's are awesome. very clear yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> if you go to like YouTube and look at some of our our product videos and stuff there's some some really great ones out there, and yeah. there was, we had a they had a big hand in that in particular you know so so yeah they they were gonna start up um, frontrunner USA North America and um, but they didn't have anybody and uh, they started meeting with local people that were in the industry and uh, there was like an overlanding group you know, called called Oxla uh, back the the day, and I, I'm sure it's disbanded or whatever it is. But there was like some guys. So Thor was in it. There was like a guy named Carl from G-Wagon Accessories. There was um, hmm. Harold from. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember his yeah. name. He's gonna kill like, me.
1: Like like local kind of grandfathers of the, yeah. the basically, OGs. yeah, 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 basically, <laughs> yeah the, the
2: yeah the, the dons of overlanding, exactly right? right. So, <laughs> but they were just adventures, and like, but that's when like overlanding the term was starting to to. Kind of take form, even, yeah. you know? So, um, oh, Zach Bernie was a part of that. If he listens to this, he probably will. He'd be mad if I didn't mention him. <laughs> that, that <brand laughs> great guy. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so, so Thor was part of that. And I asked Thor basically, hey, do you know anybody in the industry that's looking for work and um, that could be a good fit because we need kind of like a jack of all trades. We're literally two people and I need someone that can like yeah. answer the phone, take orders and ship them and know what they're talking about. <laughs> take the order, order, run to the back. Yeah, pack and and do all that stuff. And <laughs> Thor's like, yeah, I know a guy. Um, and he was really kind of reluctant to give me up because he really wanted to have me come help him. But it just it just yeah. kind of worked out. And, and he called me and like, hey, I had these friends and front runner and I was like who you know It's <laughs> yeah. like i'm I like okay i'll check it out i'm like oh these products look really cool it's south africa that's that's neat i know nothing about south africa yeah. <laughs> that's cool and um but i think that the address of the time was listed to arizona because of um, you know paul and A distributor the or yeah, and yeah the, the people that are over there and i almost didn't take it um because of that they're Like, no no we they're starting up in burbank come come meet them and <laughs> oh, so wow! i went to meet them and and again um dave and tina were were fantastic we're still friends to this day and I actually talked to him yesterday they're they're longer with the company I'll get with that later or talk about that later but um yeah they just told me about what their their plans were and what the company was doing and I, I was very much on the fence about taking the job because it was so new like I, I, I you didn't love know where to be in the go. ground level but I mean you're like you know you got a you know a family there's like always the, risk yeah. yeah there's always risk. always yeah, yeah absolutely so, but I, I actually, um, I think before I accepted the job, I, I met Stanley from Africa. He came out and and we did a dinner, and it just like talking to him and seeing his passion and like his vision for it, and like where he's from and where he was going, and, and learning about how big Frontrunner was in South Africa is a pretty prominent brand. Um, I decided to to go on board, and and I'm obviously very happy I did. I, I love <laughs> it here. We make a great product, and it's yeah. evolved so much since I've started. I mean, the first like. The first rack that we had was, you know, was one piece welded aluminum. It's not like today's modular one that's like right, right. really nicely made. And uh, the packaging was absolutely horrendous. It was, I wish I'd saved some pictures. Actually, before <laughs> because, like, I'll show you like yeah, we'll one of our early marketing calendars. Oh, cool. our posters. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's laughable. You know what I mean? But it's like, that's the, the true heritage. Yeah, and if we didn't have that, we it's, wouldn't it's like be it, where we are today.
1: It's like looking at your kid pictures, right? And you look like a goofball in your, you, know, you OP but, shorts. I mean, my kids are great. <laughs> <'Cause>
2: <laughs> Oh, my kid. Yeah, I was a goon. But uh, yeah, so I I uh, decided to accept the job. And, and I remember, you know, that was a big a big jump for me at the time because I went from a company that had started like in the 50s and had all of this like background heritage and, and stability, I'll call it. Stability, for yeah, sure. Stability right? Yeah, stability was huge. And I was at that company for 10 years. I mean, and I worked yeah. from, from a temp to general manager. So I felt very comfortable Totally, today, you know, yeah. and it was a great team. I really like everybody that was there with me. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I decided to, to just take that next, uh, take that next step. And, um, we had a, like a, it's like a 2000 square foot warehouse, right. In, in Burbank, right. Like literally next to where the new Ikea is, yeah. the big Ikea, like you, the building's still there. It's like in the parking lot practically. <laughs> and, uh, it was tiny and I just, it was such a cute little office where I shared one room yeah. with Dave and Tina and we had like our little warehouse and, and sure enough, yeah, they, I literally, um, you know, I, I would answer the phone call, I would take the order, I yeah. would do the tech, and I would go out and I would ship it, you know, and that, yeah. that really, like, humbles you quite a bit, right. you know, and I did all that stuff at Manafree, but it wasn't, like, every day I would Oh, totally, do that, and so. I think
1: the people, like, you know, 2,000 feet's not a lot. I mean, the yeah, average apartment is, like, 900 to 1,000. Yeah. That's two of those. Yeah. Like, that's nothing. It was
2: small. And yeah. when people would come by, they'd be like, "Oh, this is it! You know, right. be like it's cool. Like we had a cool little showroom. Like it was really warm, and yeah. you know, and you could see all the your products. office space now is almost two thousand feet. <laughs> like, yeah, but I feel like every sale at that time was like really like a sell. Like yeah. you know, who oh, is totally. front runner? Why should I buy this? Right. What do you totally. like? And it was every like, dollar it was counts. Hard. Yeah. yeah, no, and I mean, uh, geez, I would go like, I think when I first started there, I mean, I went like. Th- the first month, there was probably like three or four days in a row where we didn't make a sale, and I was like, "Oh Good. my god, Uh-oh. I messed up! Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, why am I here? Like I this mean, is totally talking eight same. years ago, right? So yeah, eight years eight ago, you, enough, you yeah. look
0: at. Right now, I would say 2019 was kind of where the boom really happened. Like it started to yeah. shoot. Probably up. 18,
2: 19. 18 19. Yeah, 19. Yeah, we saw it a little early. I think we we're really fortunate for that. But I mean, yeah, it, it, I mean, even in probably 2018, yeah. if you would have told me where we'd bet today from that, I would be like, yeah, it was like a slow that. roll. Totally. It was. It like a, was. But
0: yeah, then it was once it rolled, on. it's like, bomb down the
2: hill yeah before yeah. you
1: knew it, it was this giant snowball and you're like whoa
2: <laughs> yeah and we're you know doing our best to stay ahead of that i mean yeah. we want to be like literally front runner like ahead of the pack like that's our slogan like we want to always be at the front you yeah, know right. and um and we've been able to be that and and then some at some point so um but yeah it's it's come a long way and um i remember even looking at this building um when we came here and uh walking around teen at the time, just looking around, like, how, how are we going to fill this? Like, how are we going <laughs> to afford this? Like this is 10,000 square feet. Like, This is insane. And, uh, now look at you busting yeah, out of the oh scene. Seriously it's taking <laughs> over yeah. the next one. Yeah. Right, right, we exactly. Have three warehouses. Well, we have another warehouse on the street too, Oh, wow. It's just for overstock basically, but it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's, but, but that's part of the game for us here is like, we don't manufacture in the States. We do everything in South Africa. So we have to have, you know, a, a giant, basically amount of inventory right. or we're dead in the water. Right. So right. We, we have a very um, amazing systems that keep on top of our, our inventory control and, and uh, you know, forecasting. And we, we take it very serious. We don't just like, yeah, I guess sales are good. And you know, just, just hang out. Like we, we, yeah. we're every day on the phone. It's, and it's really a grind.
1: I mean, I know we've been talking a lot about the product and the history of the company, yeah. but one thing that I got to give you credit for, because it's one of it was a, it was one of the selling points to me cause I'd heard it, um it's been solidified kind of in the industry as, yeah. a, as a thing for you guys mm-hmm. and that and it was one of the things that moved me towards buying the rack um and then I got to experience it firsthand which is like you guys have a really good culture here yeah, yeah. um as a company yeah. but and and your customer service is like next level yeah <laughs> like your that. your Thank customer you. service guys I mean I remember one time I called and because I lost like a little bolt cap, little plastic, those black bolt oh, caps. nut caps. Like, yeah, the nut yeah. caps. Yeah,
2: impossible to find in the states, by the way. I can't yeah, you really can. Africa, exactly.
1: Yeah, and so and he's like, "Oh, no problem, man. I'll send you a bag." And I was like, "Awesome." Yeah, and it was. I mean, it wasn't like any flag, anything. He was just super cool. He's like, "Give me your address. I'll send it out tomorrow." And it wasn't even sending it out tomorrow. Like, I got a notification an hour later that it was already shipping. Yeah, and I was like, "Man, well, the shipping, awesome. thing,
0: dude, the shipping thing." So when I put my order in. I expected to see it maybe a couple weeks later. Yeah. It came within that week. Yeah. It was like... Like I... I was like surprised I got an alert because I had right like, yeah. I'm like your stuff is or what stuff and I <laughs> and I get home and I'm like what oh that stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like hey guys we're doing it this weekend yeah
2: and that's that's something that's always been incredibly important to us you know and um, with the COVID right now I, it's very sad to say the last few weeks have been really rough and it's a good rough because we've seen like this massive surge in orders of oh, business totally, and yeah. people wanted to get out but like right. you know we're scrambling to get on top of it right now but you know any other day. I mean, we we literally have like a policy, like if you order before noon, it will ship the yeah. same day. You know, and we we take that very serious. Like we want to get just standard the orders business. Out. Yeah. yeah, that's just standard. It's nothing. You don't have to pay for it or anything. It's just like what we do. So uh, not today. You know, hopefully right. next week we'll be back on top of it. But this <laughs> right. this week has been pretty wild. I also
1: uh, love that I know who packed my 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 bag of goodies. Oh, oh yeah, do yeah, like, yeah. Like a little touch, the little, tea, little card, right? little tag. Yeah, little so card. Those actually come from in. South Africa. Exactly, so, yeah, I saw yeah. that
2: um yeah and those are i used to love seeing those names come (laughs) in the day because we had the you know the i don't remember the prudence and casio yeah i don't know we had there's some really great people over there and yeah they just I mean, when you visit there and you see them packing like that massive wall of hardware and yeah. stuff like they, you know, that actually takes a lot of time. And dedication. it's not like
1: it's some stamp, like it's a pen signature, like yeah. someone signed that card yeah. and dropped it in the bag. We tried stamps for a little while too. Yeah. We kind
2: of go back and forth. They they, they get tired of signing like you know, 10,000 <laughs> <Sure>. cards <laughs> a day a cards. Yeah. Yeah, for, for six yeah. bolts. In the. But it's know, a little yeah. touch. Right? It is, it's absolutely. Little like little. I remember yeah. you get... But yeah. we, you know, we feel like, you know, you're, you're when you're buying our products, you're becoming part of the family. You totally. Know? And and it's, it is still a family run business and we have a lot of people that work for us and um you know we have a lot going on all over the world but we still try to maintain like that that small company feel but like big company kind of like commitment and, and, and comfort that you would get. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's those little, it's
1: those little touches that kind of humanize the brand and humanize yeah, the company. Right. And it, it shows you that it's not a machine stuffing nuts and bolts into a, into a right. bag right. and then sealing it. It's a person. Yeah. And it, kind it of also humanizes the company, it humanizes
0: so the company. You feel, you feel more of like a reverence towards it.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. And you know that what you're buying into is someone's livelihood and someone's passion for their job, not just, you know, some machine filling bags with nuts yeah. and bolts. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it, it it definitely like makes a connection you know that's that's how I took it yeah it was- I
2: love to we love to hear that too because that's absolutely what we're trying to get across and we hear it from you know fans and customers that's that's uh, really important to us you yeah know, we have a, a really great team here like all over the world and uh in, in america fantastic team and and uh they work really hard you know they yeah. they're very dedicated to what we do and um You know, we're very grateful for for everything that they put in, you know, and uh, especially right now, I think, you know, we're always grateful for our employees before, but the past few months have been so trying on everybody and it's been like, it's brought uh, the entire company so much closer together. Like we talk more on the phone, we text more, we have group chats that you'll get group chats like sunday night like people just like to talk to each other like we're actually friends We're <laughs> actually know? friends yeah, yeah exactly and it's fun and we we clown on some people we praise other, like whatever right. it is like it's <laughs> sure. all fun yeah you know? and um that's a great feeling it is it, yeah. it, it, it is cool because you never want to go to work and either like work for someone that you hate or whatever yeah. Or yeah. Be a co-worker that you just cannot get along with you know it's it's tough it and, is tough uh, yeah that's one of the it's things very that, toxic yeah, that yeah that not, not all too. days are magic you know what i mean like some days are tougher than others and you still gotta you know like you know, any family right like any family well, yeah, I mean, like any family or any it's, business
0: it's cool to even go there because you know we did talk about you becoming a gm at yeah. Manafree and then um starting out as the jack of all trades with frontrunner but look at you now you're the ceo right. of frontrunner usa yeah so you know, we often get into it a little bit just to give some of our listeners like who are kind of maybe at different points in their lives. Yeah. Some perspective of what other people have gone through. And it's like you were manning the phones. You were running to the back. You were shipping out orders. Yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff that sometimes some of the millennials, no offense to any of you that are listening, but feel like, oh, well, I need to be doing just this. Yeah. It's like there is a lot of value in busting your you know, hump at the very beginning. Yeah. And maybe not being able to see the long term benefit, but you are clearly a representation of you
1: started millennials. The bottom
2: here, that's not my job ever again. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. you know what's
1: funny is it's not even millennials. To be honest, to be honest, like I heard even growing up at my age, and I'm not all millennial, of hearing people say it's not my job. Yeah, right. Like that's as old as time, right? Like it's not even not even just a pigeonhole millennials, but. I do hear it more from my brother, who happens to be one, (laughs) of the expectation that I graduated with a degree in communications, so I'm going to go to be a communications manager at whatever or do whatever. It's not that easy. I'm going to come in mid level. Right, yeah. I'm going to come in mid level somewhere. Not, yeah. I'm not going to come in from as a customer service rep. Sure. Right, and so I think that's one of the things. If you want to know your like a tr- the truth of the world, it's at this table, the three of us. Yeah. Because I guarantee that none of us started in the middle of anything. No. Right. No. Like Dude. I started as a trust fund baby, graphic or, designer. Right? Like you started What's as it? a customer service rep. Yeah. Right with 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 Manifi. I started um, as a customer service rep at Shimano. Oh, yeah. Like, that's literally, I, that's that's I was that's how I got in. I got yeah. in slamming phones. Yeah. I, I don't know where you started. Well, I,
0: technically, I started with the D1 Grand Prix, which was a Japanese motorsports thing. And, yeah, yeah I was basically where you were. Yeah. Jack of all trades, doing sales just calls. Just gopher. Just, dude, everything. every Whatever they, like, kicked me around to do. Exactly. <laughs> I went and did it. and You kind of uh, have
2: to. It's, yeah. It's tough. And, you know, I, I actually don't like asking people to do things like that sometimes. But, um, I mean, uh, we are talking about the, the new guy, Travis, that started today. Downstairs. Oh yeah. I mean, like literally I've, it's his second day here. And there's like this pile of cardboard in the showroom from all these things. we went unpacked. I'm like, Hey man, would you mind taking this out to the back? And he's like, sure. No problem. I was like, cool. Cause it's yep. like, almost like a test. Like, is this guy going to look at me weird? Like if I ask him to move something or is he going to jump on board, you know, but it's like it needed to be moved and he was standing there. You got to be a team player, you know, and you got to be
1: a team player and you got to do the jobs that, that are, that come along, you know, and And we have
2: uh, like, I would love to say that everyone on our team is like that. You know, I I feel that they can reach out and do different things whenever they're needed to. In fact, this week alone right now, most of our customer service reps are back in shipping department, helping them get caught up and, uh, you know, we're to to help them out. We're actually um, diverting a lot of our inquiries that people are sending in through like the the chat or, or uh, emails to South Africa. So our our tech team over there is is answering tech questions for USA customers. You know, almost after hours from their normal day of helping their customers in Africa. And it's like the support that we need right now to do that. And we will do the same for them if they need it as well. Right. You know, it's, right. it's one company. It's different divisions or whatever. But you know, to, to be able to do that is really is really um, it was really cool. It's fun. It's just fun to see unfold. Yep. That's yeah. a key
1: part of, I think, success. Personal, business, company, you name it, right? Like, is being able to adapt and just help each other out. Sure. Well, because you know Absolutely.
0: What? I mean, one, one common truth is that if you're going to take anything away, it's like there's always somebody else who's going to do your job.
2: That's true too. Waiting waiting to do that. As important as you feel you are. Exactly. There's there's always someone there with their hand up ready to come in. Not to say
0: people are replaceable, but it's just the fact of the matter. You
1: may not be as an individual, but the job you perform can definitely be done by somebody else. Yeah, right. And there
0: are people waiting for you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's up to you.
0: I mean I I wish <laughs> we would have spent a little bit of time on like some of your adventures. I want to know. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I think
1: we should. I think we have we have a few minutes. Do you, um, you got a
0: couple minutes to talk sure, about? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I
1: think we should kind of just hit real quick on um, on just, you know, places you've been, adventures you've been on and things that kind of stand out to you that kind of you know, maybe exemplified
2: why you do what you do. Sure. I mean whenever I think of like the most amazing trips I have it's it's going to be overseas and that may not be what people want to hear they want to hear about the cool trails right. in their backyard but I mean <laughs> I have been to Africa now a few times and and I've been out with those guys over there and that's like an unreal experience you wow. know that's like when you go on a safari and and you're looking over and I'm like whoa a gazelle and they're like what I'm like there's a, a bunch of gazelle right there and they're like so and I'm like no dude that's a wild gazelle like I it's like deer look, for us I've yeah, seen those at the zoo deer. kind yeah. of yeah it's like deer but like I'm amazed by, you know, and then you see, you know, a lion or an elephant and it's like, it's amazing, you know, and it's, it's scary, uh, sometimes, but it's like, you know, it, it, it's rewarding. It's it's uh, magical in in ways you know. And that's Have you something... camped out there? Like when no out? no no, we stayed at a lodge. Thank God. Okay. i going to say how do you I don't know, camp man. They surrounded by like apex well, I was predators. Say, that's that why can... the
0: tents are off the ground. Like, yeah. Little... Have it... you seen lions? No, dude? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> they yeah. don't care. And, and cheetahs and, <laughs> and, the, <laughs> elephants? Yeah. and the elephants. Elephants. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the tents scare them off, but yeah, I'm like that too. Like maybe I'm soft American or whatever. But yeah, they'll camp out there, and I've seen what soft is my belly for that lion. Right. Yeah.
0: But but that is the reason they'll sniff you out. Yeah exactly (laughs) that's why rooftop tents came about right because these they had to Traverse lo- far, yeah. far and wide. I
2: don't know, like the true like first rooftop tent if it was Australia or South Africa or whatever. They do, you can see a lot of like the design Both similarities between have things those that will kill you. Though. They yes. do a lot of things that will kill you. Yes. We yes. don't have as many things that will kill you here, thankfully, no. you thankfully, know. But yeah, yeah and you have to be up off the ground. And as I was saying, I mean, look, we we'll have to get <laughs> when when Stan's visiting or somebody from Africa to tell you some stories oh, of their totally. trips. It's unreal, like the stuff that they say. I'm just like wide eyed, like, are you kidding me? You know, because they yeah. they have these crazy experiences with animals and stuff, and it's just how it is so um i didn't camp out there no when we went out we stayed at nice fancy lodges yes. or whatever there were wild animals out there sure but you know they're, they're the lodges are quite nice and and uh, south africa is this amazing kind of like mix of just just really like the most i'm just gonna say poverty stricken place i've ever been to yeah. and some of the nicest things i've ever experienced like and it's next very, to each other very polar right that it's way. very yeah there's it, it's like coexisting I, I together in the yeah space together very close to each other yeah and and it's amazing to see that i mean south africa together.
1: has a rough history in general like very rough history yeah, yeah. And, so, and
2: speaking with them now like you know the people that are there and, and seeing what we're going through right now yeah. with all of our civil unrest it's like yeah we've been there we've done that you know right, it's, yeah. it's you hear those stories which are pretty wild in itself but um yeah just the country alone but between the animals and and the, the people and like the diversity and uh you know, also the, the, the innovation that's there is is really interesting to see in the work ethic and things like that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just different, you know? Totally, and, yeah, yeah. And so, those are my favorite places, to, obviously, to visit. Are places that I will never get to experience too often um, around the world. But um, trips here, I mean, I think, you know, our backyard, even though it is about three hours away or so, is the 395. Right. You know, we talk about Alabama yeah. Hills, those places. Yep. I mean, that's like Pinnacles our number one go to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like super accessible. It's accessible, but it's also like, fun and exciting to right. go to and you can still explore new trails and you can still branch out and see things you haven't seen before and meet new people. And it's like it's just spacious enough where you can get away from people. But right. then there's also times where you're like, dude, there's a lot of people here, you know, yeah. that's just kind of <laughs> all over, but, that's that's i'd say in california in this area alone probably one of the best places you could, yeah. you could possibly visit and just to just experience everything like it's, it's absolutely it's very scenic it's yeah. gorgeous you just stand on top of a rock and, and do a 360 and you see everything from desert to snow to right it's crazy you know it's crazy that's what I love about california honestly <laughs> right? yeah. yeah and california is a really amazing place and i wish there was more of it that was open that we could explore but the right. places that are there are really cool and and uh Everybody has their top secrets of of uh, sure. where you know, where little, they go the hidden gems, yeah, yeah, all the hidden gems and stuff like that. so I'd like to get out and do some more this summer, hopefully we're just uh you know just full force here at Frontrunner trying to keep things going and keep the keep the uh, the orders fulfilled and the customers happy and the innovation coming and all that. so nice. that's what we're focused well,
1: cool. on. I'm really looking forward to seeing to, to seeing the new showroom and, and getting me able to, getting yeah. able to swing back up <laughs> yeah. here and, and check it out and join you guys yeah, for the we'll, celebration. We'll we'll definitely, the I mean, and stuff, yeah. for
2: the listeners that have been to our other events, you know, we've had a lot of really cool events here. I think you know we'll definitely have one bigger here, and hopefully parking will be less of an issue. We're notorious for having bad parking because right. we <laughs> shared the building before, and even now I don't know how we're going to fit all the cars, but. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's still worth. I think it'll be worth the trip. I mean, even the the existing showroom is really uh, yeah. cool. If you haven't seen it, I, I definitely recommend anybody come up and, and check it out before we start tearing it down. But uh, the new one should be cool, and we're really excited to share that. Call first, to, What's that? Call first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Depending you come on by when before you hear we hear open it. Yeah, yeah exactly. No you get the, the the private tour. Yeah, there better. you go. have <laughs> to chill in my top secret upstairs office, and you know. <laughs>
1: Well, right on, Steve. Thanks for uh, thanks yeah. for joining us. Thanks for thanks making for time it. in your day for you know carving out some time for us to sit down with you and
2: yeah, no, really, appreciate you, you guys for. making the trip. You made it easy on me. So. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate
1: it. <laughs> I'm um, glad. I'm ne- we never. I've never seen this room, and this is. I don't want to leave. To be honest with you, this yeah, is really. cozy. It's, it's, hang out, man. it's cool. This yeah, is really cozy. There's a little
0: swing chair over time. here, and right. Uh, it's like almost like a cross between a hammock and a chair. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. Yeah, well, cool. not
2: everybody feels comfortable sitting in that chair. So there is there's a, a, I a mean, risk. It's, it's
1: used in different contexts. It's like the chair yeah. equivalent of a truss ball. <laughs>
2: yeah, kind of. <laughs> right? Like you kinda, kinda, I think like it, <laughs> it was actually held onto that beam over there with a the clamp. And I'm, I'm fairly confident uh, Dave or someone was sitting there and it completely fell and they hit the ground. But, uh, there's yeah, a it's spring a, it's on a pretty to, good it's yeah. reinforced now but, yeah. yeah i don't sit there like,
1: <laughs> well is it time to pay some bills yeah it is time to pay some bills right. so first
0: of all thanks to uh frontrunner for having us and being our gracious hosts uh, very welcome today. really yep. uh, appreciate that if you guys want to check them out go ahead check out frontrunner frontrunner
2: outfitters.com okay. and all our social media is also going to be frontrunner outfitters got it
0: and uh, um, yeah, I mean, anything you guys need, I, f- I feel like you guys pretty much cover the gamut of all vehicles. So yeah, check them out. Uh, if you guys have any direct questions, you know, hit me up about Jeeps or hit up uh, Frank about his FJ uh, because we both run them and we both love them. Yep. So yeah, and then uh, and then KC of KC. course, always a huge supporter. Uh, we're actually talking about we're we're slowly starting to get the meetups rolling again, and of the meetups is also our LA meetup at the KC headquarters. Um and we'll 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 be putting out some uh posts online on social.
1: Yeah, I think July is finally the month where we're gonna start um ramping up the rig for dirt meetups with Casey yeah.
0: Again it's a lot of it is city regulations yeah, and it's kinda not it's up to us. <laughs> comfortable with, but I mean look, it's been far too long. I miss your faces. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, let's uh, I miss
1: the high fives and the and the and or seeing what's Maybe have fist done. bumps now or like elbows. Right, I don't exactly. know, whatever
0: you wanna do, but it'd be good to see your faces and uh, hang out. Um. But uh, But yeah, KC, check them out You know, the Pro 6 bars that uh, Frank and I have on our rigs And all the accessory lightings From the Cyclones yep. To the um, C-Series uh, rack lights That, you know, actually I've mounted on my front right yep. now um, Check them out
1: Yep, and get a discount on us Yeah, RFD KC Yep, they'll take yep. a little something-something off the top for you there Uh, So you can get some KC lights on your rig. And uh, don't forget Gear Forward at GearForward.com. One day. Um, Yeah, one day we'll start collecting stuff for them when we can get together again and uh, give those fist bumps and high fives and bring some gear for the kids. And on that note, I am Chucky McTruckface Frank.
2: And I am Kate, the Jeep, Ali joined by LX450, Steve. There you nice. go. You have to spell that out, by the way. I know we're throwing out handles here. So yeah. I like introducing you guys. Truckee McTruckface. Yeah, right. This is this McTruckface. Yeah, Your name's exactly. Kate? Your name's yeah, Kate. Yeah, that's really? a long story. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: Thanks for listening, guys.
2: Girls
0: got to have of secrets.